time he dressed all sharp. <laughs> look at you with the, with the look with the burgundy look. Hey, you got the man. burgundy look. Hey, hey, you know I had to go back to work doing it right. It's been a while since you came up here super fresh. Yeah, though. yeah, you yeah. Extra fresh today. Hey, man, you know I, I, I can dig it. The mini, <laughs> the mini outfits of Elijah. Hey, has hey. returned. Yes, yes. You know wintertime, you got get the, oh, get you, the layer up. Right. I you ain't left the house saying? today. It's true. It's true. It's just the wardrobe change. Right. Wardrobe change. Yeah, you did that. I gotta, I gotta do that. Switch out too. Yeah, you get to dig in. Get switch dig out into my the closet. Winter. Yeah, get yeah. Dig into the winter gear. All my winter joints is in the hallway closet okay i gotta rotate them into the bedroom and <laughs> rotate the bedroom joints to the hallway right. closet the seasonal yeah. change yep seasonal change because it's cool outside you know yeah my sweater game is decent I, yeah. I gotta i gotta yeah i got some joints i'm, I'm ready to play yeah yeah <laughs> i got some new joints that i ain't played yet okay that i bought during the summer that was on clearance mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like a real player should <laughs> right right buying right. them joints ahead of schedule you know always got to plan ahead you yeah, know? yeah 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 real player shit <laughs> right right <laughs> Straight, straight up. <laughs> this is hilarious, man. You know, <laughs> can't believe it, man. You know, it's always something, man. After after the last week, the the coup continued today. After that, oh, did it? Yeah. Who bro. came back? This was a whole different party. Oh, it's man. another whole. It, it got coup? even more complicated after oh, that. Shit. People, what happened? So. <laughs> <laughs> so I told you, like the dude across the street and his girl. They the ones who like they're getting evicted, right? Right. And uh, I guess the, and so they're just buying out their time. They got like thirty days to go. Mm-hmm. Now the dude, the black dude over there, his brother lives next to me. Okay. That's his brother Frank. Frank. Okay. Right. Uh. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just chilling in the middle of the night, like the night after, you know, and uh, I just hear woofing outside. This is at like ten, eleven o'clock, which is highly <laughs> unusual. Uh-huh. Woofing. And so I go outside and I see the lady over there, the dude. No, it's just a lady over there, the industrial strength bitch. And then the <laughs> other chick okay. across the street and they just yelling, what y'all doing? Nah, nah, nah. So apparently the landlord who owns both those houses came and told, I guess he was calling the dude across the street. Like, yo, you got to get your shit out your brother's landlord, uh, this garage that you got in that's at your brother's spot. Because mm-hmm. we don't want it there no more, and what y'all about to be evicted, you know, you, we don't want your stuff on our property at all. Oh wow! Now this is the ill part. So they didn't have, so so they showed up. So the chick showed up like, y'all can't be moving our shit. Y'all don't even, y- y- y'all y'all own that, but y'all can't do that without Frank's permission. You can't just go on Frank's property and just take the stuff out of his garage without Frank Frank's Ren. permission. Hey, but but Pete was crazy. <laughs> Frank rented. Renton. This is the wild shit. Frank wasn't even there. Okay. So I get there. I'm just like, hmm, this is very odd that Frank isn't here. Right. And so they like, and then so the landlord is like, Frank told us it was cool. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> so Frank did. <laughs> Frank, it wasn't no part of it. No. No, Frank the, smart as fuck. Frank pulled the okie doke. The man. The flim flam on him, man. Like, <laughs> they was calling Frank. The landlord's out there, like, call him if you want to call him. Call your landlord. Come get your shit. Come get your shit. So they moving. So they out there trying to woof with him and, and bark at him and try to, like, intimidate him. Uh-huh. And I, I walked out there because I was like, yo, I don't want these motherfuckers to try to get violent with these people over this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, walk out there and I saw him but I was also like oh yo it's the landlord let me get their phone number because now I can keep that direct line of contact whenever right. some wild shit happen I can get my fuckers out the paint directly like right. yo hey man get your peoples out the paint they whack you know what I mean <laughs> evict these fools yeah. so 
I walked out, I was like, hey man, let me uh, holler at you for a second. And he was like, he walked over, he's like, hey, first of all, don't believe none of these crackhead motherfuckers gotta say. <laughs> he said, she's a junkie, he a crackhead, don't believe nothing that these motherfuckers gotta say, man. <laughs> wow. I said, oh, it's cool, bro. I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm with you, dog. I'm with you, dog. I had to make that clear. Like, I don't fuck with them either, bro. Right. I don't fuck with them even slightly. He was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I right. said, yeah, you ain't got nothing to worry about. I came out here to make sure you was tight. You know uh-huh. what I mean? <laughs> and uh, so I said, Doug and his wife. And yeah, so they, they sitting there. So the crackheads over there like, Frank, Frank told us this. Frank told us that. And they calling Frank and calling Frank and calling Frank. Frank ain't picking up. No, hell no. Frank ain't picking Frank up. Ain't picking up. Frank left the crib a couple hours before the end. Oh, yeah. Frank I knew what was going down. <laughs> he knew it. Frank sold his brother out, man. This yeah. shit was the funniest shit ever, man. They was out there sick like, damn. Frank, Frank probably tired of it, too. Like, yeah. Frank, like, get these motherfuckers out. <laughs> yes. You know, I need my garage back. Get these motherfuckers out. I'm trying to live in peace and harmony. Oh, man, bitches. it was great. So so then, uh, so like they out there barking at the landlord and, and they're just like, calm down, calm down. So so when dude gets over there and it's who shit it belongs to, he finally shows up and he's like, oh, yeah, I, I told you I was going to get it out uh, by the end of the by the uh, today, Tuesday. They're like, it is Tuesday. He was like, what well, are they midnight yet? They're like, it's 11 o'clock at fucking night. We've been calling you all day. You know, so the, at this point, everybody is just sitting on their porch watching. watching. Like I'm watching my neighbors on the other side of me watching across the street. It's like like some soap opera shit. We out there, food kicking it, laughing, walking around, <laughs> exchanging information. Like, That's, oh, you know, Frank is the one who let blah 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 in, right? And, oh shit! Like we just That's funny as being hell. blatant about just like enjoying this the fuck out of this, right. especially because we know that this is like the nail in the coffin. Yeah, the end these, of the road. Yeah, getting these fools out the paint. Mm. And uh. Man, so like they barking at him, and then the dude, the landlord dude, his dude show up. Ah, uh, so they thought it was just gonna be him moving all that shit out right, there. The goons. Oh my god, <laughs> three big motherfuckers hop out of the pickup truck. Got quiet, man. These fools <laughs> backed up across the street <laughs> and was yelling from across the street. You a bitch ass motherfucker. You a punk motherfucker. Y'all know y'all wrong. Not. I'm like, yo, this is funny. Y'all was up in their face right. up until that brief second that these motherfuckers walked over here <laughs> and this dude showed up. That's and funny. Then it was all just, they was out in the street barking. They wouldn't come within 20 feet of these motherfuckers. <laughs> and no one said nothing to them. They just kept walking past and putting dude shit right on the curb right in front of them. Wow. And he he just sat out there all night. They sat out there looking, looking stupid. And then that that uh, uh, trailer they got in their driveway is full of his shit. Mm. But yeah, it's over, man. This is a coup. The wow. coup is in full effect. Has Frank been back? Yeah, I saw Frank. Because <laughs> I didn't see Frank at all, right? And uh, I got back. I was right before I left out of town. Uh-huh. I ain't see Frank. And I was just like, yo, man, this Frank guy is a motherfucker, man. I got to <laughs> holler at him. <laughs> Frank is the shit. <laughs> I sh- I'm cutting my grass like Friday, Thursday before I left. And uh, Frank roll up, uh-huh. you know, and uh, he hit me with the peace sign. He hit me with the peace sign, uh-huh. you know, like, uh, but I ain't say nothing. I was like, I don't know if you want to talk. And he get out and he just smiled. He said, how you doing, bruh? <laughs> he knew what it was. <laughs> just smiling. <laughs> he knew what it was. I looked up at him. I said, I should be asking you that, Frank. <laughs> how you doing, brother? Probably like I'm doing great, Al. Yeah, he said I'm great, man. Life is amazing. I said hell yeah, Frank. I said that's that's some slick shit you did the other day, man. <laughs> he said who me? I ain't do nothing, man. He uh, said that was between them. 
Frank is that dude. Yo, man, me and him gonna be friends, man. <laughs> He's officially cool now. Now I, I'm gonna bring Frank into the fold. That's man. funny as hell. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Me? <laughs> that was between them. I said, Yeah, I noticed you wasn't here, Frank. He said, Oh man, you know, something came up. <laughs> I said, Really? He said, Yeah, you know, I just had somewhere to go. I said, cool, man. Oh, I said, that's good. <laughs> it was real real odd that you didn't come back for like four hours. <laughs> he knew it was going right, down. Right. He said, Oh man, you know, I got caught up in something out there, man. You know, it's cool. That was between them. <laughs> that's good. That's good stuff. Good stuff. So yeah, man, the coup is over, man. You know, wow. it's coming to an end. It's a new wow. order around here. Frank is the man. Yeah, he's a funny dude. That's yeah. some wild shit. I never would have guessed that that chess move would have been played. Yeah, that was a good one. That's good. <laughs> That's good shit. So this week, man, we ain't even really rap about it. Yeah, we ain't. Even, oh, Super Duty Tough Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's us. <laughs> it's us. It's we us. Here. We have a podcast. We here. You know, and uh, man, I got a topic. Mm. I ain't even told you, but you no. know, I think it's. I think it's dope. Uh-huh. You know, this week we want to talk about uh, choosing yourself. Okay. A lot of shit has been going on with with just me releasing this film, as we know, right? And just like in general, our our mentality, and I think what a lot of people don't understand is that it's about choosing yourself yeah and so uh we want to talk about why choosing yourself is important yeah because a lot of people think that uh that their primary their primary um view about getting uh, put on or or being successful is to get put on like well the way you become successful is to get people to help you and it's all about who you know and people will choose you right but i'm here to say hey man choose yourself yeah no one can fuck with you if you choose yourself. Yeah, you go in. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. But uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, you know, we're going to have some examples of choosing yourself, why it's the shit, and uh, that's it. Work. We'll be back. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping a culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jobbing, and no bullshit. Things. Word. You have things. Things are had. Yeah, man, what a day. Yeah, Super Duty Tough Work. The most infamous podcast on planet earth the most valuable podcast planet earth by far earth e-r-f e-a-r-f man far and away (laughs) word by a large margin essential listening gotta be for the artist gotta be man 
So this whole thing, oh yeah, uh, choosing yourself. Uh, I wrote yes. a, po- a post on Facebook today that kind of was hitting on that. I saw that and I liked it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I hit that like button. But since it was on my personal page, uh-huh. a lot of people won't see it. So right. I'm going to read it just so people can get where we're at with this Word. choosing yourself thing. Word. And this is my status that I posted today. It says, never get bummed out about people not responding to what you do all the time. That's a part of the game. You got to love what you're doing so much that you still do it, whether people praise you or ignore you. If you only do it for the praise, what do you do when there is no praise? Start complaining and quit. If you do that, then you probably never loved it from jump. Bars. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. (laughs) I've sacrificed many things in my social life to pursue art and be better at my craft but never once did i think it wouldn't be worth it if other people didn't praise me for it everything counts it's always worth it and the people who support it are those who it's really for fuck everybody else when i'm 70 years old i hope to still be making beats and doing creative stuff in a nursing home somewhere just because i love it not because i need people to praise me for it do it for the right reasons bars in other words choose yourself choose yourself and so we're going to talk about why choosing yourself is important man it's and very important very important and um you know i got we, we got like seven joints mm-hmm. and i'm gonna start with number one the, hit them with it the number one reason why choosing yourself is very important it is of the highest importance is because the people you think have power really don't yes this now is true I'm not saying that there's no one out there with any kind of authority who can do anything for you. Right. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that overall, a lot of the people you think can help you actually can't. Mm -hmm. And the people that you think might be stopping you from getting to the next level or becoming successful. Oftentimes those people are trying to figure it out themselves. Yeah. They don't have the fucking answer even for their own careers. And a lot of times they're trying to use you to figure the answer out capitalize off that energy <laughs> right yes and they will do that oh yes and uh they will a, drain the fuck out of come you come on an example of this that i that i talk to people about is like uh the whole doing this whole movie has shown me that as it relates to film mm-hmm. i don't really deal with people in hip-hop where they're just like oh print let me put you on to the homie i got the homie here who can give you such and such who can make it happen for you right you know what I mean? this is real industry talk right, right i don't right. hear that in rap anymore right right because i think we're just like oh he good yeah he don't need it right but over there people are really trying to well they think they're trying to help by quote unquote putting me on mm-hmm. and so i promise you not a week has gone by within the last 10 to 15 weeks at least three four fucking months Mm -hmm. since i started promoting this uh film where i have not got hit with yo i got i got a homeboy such and such he he can put you on oh you working on that let me get my my homie and let me get you their number let me get you in contact with them people are are putting me in contact with people that they're telling me Mm -hmm. are going to put me on right are going to help make me successful are going to put my film somewhere where it can't otherwise be and that all i gotta do is holler at them and it's gonna happen and it's gold it's, it's gold. golden i'm good yeah, yeah. right without fucking fail every time i talk to these people this is what they say yeah you should apply to festivals mm. these people that they tell me can put me on tell me apply to festivals or they will ask them have you applied to festivals yet 
You know, I saw a test the other day came and said, someone afforded me to test from someone that they thought was giving me jewels. <laughs> and it, they and thought it, they was dropping bombs on you? Yeah. Just thought they were really just blessing me with jewels. Just putting me on, turning me out. That's what they thought. They were just turning my life around. Right. It said, if he's really ambitious, he could apply to some festivals. <laughs> Has he applied to some festivals yet? Forward. <laughs> Bruh. Like, how can you forward me this? Dog. How insulting is this? No, I've never fucking thought about a fucking festival, dog. Thank you, film gods. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This shit. Oh, man. It, that's the thing that this, this whole experience has been dope but that's the thing that fucking burns me man yeah. it's like this whole like we know the secret to this shit and you have never thought about this and they say some shit like that and it's like this is public knowledge <laughs> right this is what everyone does right this is the only plan you got this is the right. secret sauce I'm doing something different now oh. I need more difference <laughs> Not the same shit. Everybody does that. Oh, they think like that shit is the secret sauce, bruh. Like that shit is the holy grail. Like any filmmaker in 2017 has never thought of or heard of a festival. A film festival. A film festival. And applying. There's all kind of film festivals all over the fucking place. Bruh, there's a a website I'm on. It's called uh, Film Freeway. Mm -hmm. All it does is list. You you set up a profile there and you just check a box to any festival you want to apply to. You pay the fee, check a box. It tells you about the festivals, the time. You don't have to leave that website to apply to hundreds of festivals. Mm. But they don't tell you is every festival is going to cost you fifty to hundred dollars to apply to. Yeah, that and you that you it's no guarantee you're going to no get guarantee. chosen. A lot of them have requirements where if you were to play your film in a regular commercial theater, mm-hmm. they can't, they won't accept you. They'll reject you just because you screened it somewhere. Because they want exclusive right to exploit your film to get people at their festival. Mm. No one tells people this, but people are telling me like it's some new fly shit. Like I never thought of it. (laughs) You try festivals, dog. (laughs) It's like it's like saying, yo, have you put out a mixtape, though? (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it's like, man. That's exactly what it's like. It's dead ass like that. It's like, hey, man, ooh, mixtapes are hot. <laughs> have you put out have a you mix, done that? Have you done that mixtape, yeah. though? Where your mixtape Why don't you son? just get signed? Right. <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about giving this to someone famous? <laughs> I hear they have connections. Oh. Famous people can help you, Blueprint. Oh, man. This shit is, but all it shows me every week is, I look at this shit, and this is what's crazy about it. I look at it and I look at everything I've done since I decided not to do that. Right. Now, I talked about on this podcast about how I, I had done the first festival and I kind of decided then like, yo, I don't really like this thing. Yeah, how I'm it gonna, goes. Yeah, yeah and I'm going to take a grassroots approach. And I think I've even blogged about it as well. And so I think my, my fans kind of know what I'm doing. But right. people outside of that, they just think that what I'm doing is like beneath a filmmaker. Right. Yeah, they think like, why would you waste your time like what you're doing is a waste of time to them yeah yeah Yeah, they don't understand yeah why would you go and and get a theater and drive around and show it and and do that can't you just i mean you just go to a festival and they can put you in front of their audience right 
you don't need to go out there and do all of that goofy shit driving around and, and screening it for, you know, a few people here, some people there. Why do that? Mm-hmm. Festivals is the way to go, man. Have you ever heard of festivals? Have you heard of those? <laughs> man, this shit is so <laughs> fucked up. Have you heard of festivals? It's so fucked up, man. Because I, I know that some people, their heart is not in the wrong place. Right, right. So, yeah, some people are really like, yo, I'm going to drop this jewel on it. Because it... <laughs> Eat out here lost in the sauce. They look at it. You're driving around the country. Just lost. He out there, no GPS, burning gas, sleeping on couches for no goddamn reason. Oh. <laughs> All he got to do is apply to a festival and then he will have made it. He will be successful. Does he not know? Is this motherfucker from. The- Clearly, he's a music guy. Only a music guy would be so naive oh. about film. Oh, goodness. Right? It's, it's fucking crazy. Oh, but, like, the man. point of this is that the people who you think have power most of the time don't have the power. Right. And had I have waited on them, oh, shit. I would be waiting on other people because mm-hmm. they were just telling me to go apply and wait. Yeah. Apply and see. Yeah. Spend money and see if they, someone else would build my audience for me as opposed to me going out and doing it myself. And it's kind of fucked up, but it's like, wait a minute, dude. I chose myself. Mm-hmm. And I would like, if you're going to put somebody uh, in contact with me to help me, at least make it a motherfucker who can make a decision. Right. I right. can see if you were like, my homie is on the selection committee of that. Festival. Right of this festival, he can put you. It's his festival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different yeah. conversation. It's my festival. Yeah, that's a very different. I want conversation. your film on my festival. Yes, that's completely different. Right, that's empowerment as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's not that's that's power. But this other shit where it's just like, hey, you go talk to that guy and your your problems will be solved. You'll be successful. That's super whack. Someone else who they don't even know can make me successful it's like it just has shown me that it's reinforced that i made the right decision to choose myself and do it the way that i did it and the thing is nobody else has more power over the direction of your dreams than you say that again man <laughs> no one has more power over the direction of your dreams than you oh, nobody hold on. <laughs> this mic on I, I think the mic i think it needs to be loud the people in the be, back might need to hear you they might need, you. To, they hear might need to hear that they quote. might need to hear that yeah that's that's a classic right there <laughs> That's a ball. <laughs> no one has more power over your dreams than you. Over the direction that you want to go. Nobody else knows where you want to go better than you know where you want to go. So how can they have more power and tell you, oh, this is what you need to do to fulfill your dream? Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on of how what direction you need to go to fulfill your dream. I'm gonna put you on. Right. Can't nobody do that. They didn't even ask you what you want. Right. They didn't even ask you what you want. What you trying to build? Yeah. Where are you trying to go with this? Yeah. They would have seen I had a different answer than a lot of motherfuckers. Right. I mean, I, we know plenty of motherfuckers. We've seen motherfuckers do it all the time where they, they get on this festival circuit and you never hear about them or their film again. Right. We've seen it. I didn't want to be that guy. And it's like, the, the thing is, is, the reason that you're doing what you're doing, how you're doing it, if they stop and say, well, hold on, why are you doing it this way? And then let me think about who I can put you in touch with to help you fulfill your destiny and your dream and what you have planned for your film. Yes. Because obviously, if you wanted to submit it to festivals, you would have been submitted it to festivals. Come on, man. Like everybody knows the festivals. Everybody knows that. Except me. Uh, Except me. I'm clearly dense. I'm very dumb and I've never heard of them. Obviously. I'm just a dumbass. (laughs) 
yo, yo, let me forward this to my dude because clearly. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is hilarious, man. This shit is it's nonstop, man. And, and the people, they got their heart in the right place. But, man, it just after so many of them, I just start being like, please, no more help. Yeah. I don't need you. I don't need any more help. Yeah. Like if y'all want to help me find a movie theater or an organization who can actually make the decision. Mm. Don't send me the same route as everybody else because I'm not building the same thing as everybody else. Yeah. That's why that's why I don't tell people I rap. Because oh. then they got suggest- everybody everybody knows somebody. Yeah. You know, or know how to get how you should, you know, pursue you know, my your career. Be DJing. Right, right. You know? the club booty shake uh, now. Oh, my dude play your rap. record. Yeah, my dude rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He he be doing this and that. Like, y'all need to get together. Yeah. Nah, bruh. I know y'all into that music thing. Nah, bruh. <laughs> nope. I don't even rap. Yeah, so that's number one. I'm a poet. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, poet is way better. That's better. I, that's what I tell people. I was like, nah, I'm a poet. I like that a lot better. Yeah. Because no one tries to put you on. Nah. They're just like, well, yeah, he's good a luck. poet. Yeah, good luck with that. They some weirdos. They think you're too weird. <laughs> right. They think you're a weirdo. Yeah. Oh, he just lost. Yeah, he yeah. a poet. They nah, he gone. No aspirations. <laughs> Bum ass poets walking around barefoot, beat nicks. And yeah. Shit. <laughs> so number two, word. Uh, reason why choosing yourself is important, man. This is a good one too. When you wait on other people, you ignore the opportunities around you. Mm, you can say that one again. When you wait on other people, you ignore the opportunities around you. You mean when you waiting, you know things ain't just gonna fall in your lap. Nah, surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly, no. Oh, it, does, oh. it doesn't work that way. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Despite you know popular, <laughs> t- uh, you know, uh, believe. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Mm. So this is the thing. When when I started saying, "This is my plan," mm-hmm. I'm not. See, when I was when I thought that doing the festival route was what I needed to do, it was a secretive process. Yeah. It was just me online applying, me doing research, what could work, who might like it, where does it fit? That's one thing. But when I decided, you know what, forget all that. I want to take a grassroots approach and go out and take it to the people and try to find my audience. What I found was that people started creating opportunities for me. Yes. Like all of a sudden people saw me moving mm-hmm. and were thinking, oh shit, he's doing all this by himself. What can I do to help? Right. This is something you don't get when you take the route of trying to get put on. Right. But when you choose yourself, people see that shit and say, oh, opportunities all of a sudden start coming to you. Things that you didn't even ignore, didn't pay attention to may have been there the whole time. Right. And you may have thought you were above them because, you know, I want my film to be in all the dopest film festivals. Exactly. Or it don't count. Right. So then I'm going to ignore screening it somewhere else that's right there and a great fit. You know, like we did this shit in so many unconventional places, like in Florida, in uh, Orlando, we did it in a like a, a yoga meditation studio. Mm. We bring in chairs. We had sound. And they had mats on the ground for people who wanted to lay down and pillows and couches and shit. That's dope. It was dope. <clears throat> really dope environment had like different colored lighting when we you know the ambiance was tight you know what i'm saying yeah. and so it was uh people had to take their shoes off that's dope just dope shit mm-hmm. but you know that's something that would not have fit i wouldn't have seen that had i not chosen myself mm-hmm. if when i chose myself it was like you know what how can i best bring this to the people then that opens up a different conversation and how can I put this in the hands of someone who can do something for me? Mm-hmm. You know, like right. I just need to get put on. Right. I just need help. Blow me up, dog. Right. You know, it's different, man. So that's number two. Yeah. What, if you got anything to add, you know, but uh, hey. Nah, nah, that's that's all bars. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
I felt it was kind of strong. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we go to number three. Mm-hmm. And the number three reason why choosing yourself is important. Because not choosing yourself shows a lack of confidence. Mm. Now, when your fans see that you don't have confidence in your art or in your project, why would they spend money on it? Say that again. (laughs) If your fans see that you don't have confidence in your own art or project, why would they spend money on it and support it? Facts, man. Why? Facts. I mean, it's kind of like the dating analogy. Mm. Like people, we we could all probably agree that women date some some questionable guys sometimes. Sometimes they do, but we can't deny the fact that the the the, the thug dudes got the confidence. Yeah, yeah. they believe in their shit. <laughs> yes, they believe in themselves. They don't have an ounce of self doubt in that body. It's like, right. yeah, I'm a thug, so what? Holler back. <laughs> yeah, bitch, I'm good. Yeah, bitch, holler. <laughs> right, <laughs> bitch, you see me. You know, y'all hoes know what it is. Like right. they coming at women with that. <laughs> right. We're like, oh, right. and they about, win. They win. And they win. Yeah. They win with that. Uh, women over like, ooh, you talking to me, girl? <laughs> call me a bitch. I kinda like I it. kinda like that. <laughs> He's confident though. <laughs> he has some depth in that yeah, voice. Yeah, he got some heart. You know, so so like <laughs> that shit it goes way further than a dude's like, yeah, um, you know, uh well, you know, I was kinda um, you know, I just don't know. Uh how are you? Uh, uh, uh you wanna uh, like women don't wanna hear that nah, doubtful shit. Nah. And it's the same thing with fans and, and people who could do something for you. The less confidence you show in choosing yourself the the less they believe in you mm-hmm. there's nothing more confident than someone who stands on their product like i worked hard on this i'm gonna do what it takes to promote it to get it to the people and i don't give a fuck what anybody thinks who is against it right. that shit is so inspiring you know not only does it show confidence it's inspiring right when people have that level of confidence in their shit i mean and so when you don't choose yourself you don't get to tap into that right you don't get you know you don't you don't get you don't get access to to what comes with that confidence mm-hmm. and and people don't necessarily look at it like oh well you gotta be fucking rich before I take you seriously oh, no. Hell no people want to believe in you before they believe all the other shit that comes with it like inspiration goes a long fucking way when yes. you inspire somebody they'll fucking take a bullet for you yes you know what I'm saying like inspiration is some real shit that's some that's some next level shit it's better than money it's better than anything when you inspire somebody. They'll they'll rock with you forever. Facts. So that's number three? Yes, sir. All right, we'll take a break. Boom. Listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast from Columbus, Ohio. Today is the day. This week, we are screening King No Crown in Columbus, Ohio. The long-awaited hometown screening of my first film is happening tonight, Wednesday, November 1st at the Wexner Center for the Arts in Columbus, Ohio. The address is 1871 North High Street, Columbus, Ohio, 43210. Doors for this screening open at 6.30 p.m. The screening starts at 7 p.m. And we will be doing a Q&A immediately after. For those in Columbus who are able to make it to this event, I will have the DVDs available for those of you who would like to pick that up and support and take the movie home if you dig it. I'll have those for sale at the screening too. 
but only for the people who show up at this screening. Everyone else is going to have to pre-order on waitlist.net. So that's it today, Wednesday, November 1st. Columbus, Ohio screening of King No Crown is happening at the Wexner Center for the Arts. 6.30 doors, 7 p.m. start. I hope to see you all out. Back to the show. Yeah, man. You know. Super duty. Letting these fools know. Yeah, hitting them with the jewels. Landlording on these hoes. (laughs) Clumsy jeweler dropping jewels like a clumsy jeweler. Yeah. Don't get landlorded on out here. Boom. So, yeah, we got three down. We got like another four joints to go. Yep. So, uh, this one, man, this one is, uh, let's go. Number four, reason why choosing yourself is of the highest importance. Mm. Because when you choose yourself, you can do something completely new and create a new template. Yeah, you don't have to get stuck in doing the same shit over and over and over and over and over again. And think about it, like, the, this is we'll go back to this example with the with the screenings what people see as the, the the template that's laid out is you make a film you apply to festivals you do that for a year two years three years until you get enough festival cosigns then you can release your film hopefully a couple years later mm-hmm. maybe you'll get distribution maybe you'll blow up right and get the film picked up for some money right that's the template but you have to think that there are tens of thousands of people doing that exact same template yes right you know who didn't do that template uh your guy from uh gosh what is his name um who does a shit with oprah winfrey oh uh, tyler perry tyler perry didn't do that yeah did nope. tyler perry get into film festivals nope what did tyler tyler perry said look i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm write, write a plays. place i'm gonna take these plays and i'm gonna fail for a while mm-hmm. and i'm gonna I'm live gonna, in my car i'm gonna live in my car <laughs> But I'm going to take these plays all over. And then when he finally got it in his hometown, then he started taking it other places. The word started spreading. And then all of a sudden, people took him seriously. Mm-hmm. He didn't sit around waiting for cosigns. No. Nope. In fact, Tyler Perry is probably the lowest reviewed, largest paid guy in Hollywood. Like oh, yeah. His level of critical acclaim is mad low. Mad low. But his level of money is mad high. Up there. <laughs> like, like one of the most, one, one of the most, um successful filmmakers period period yes yes no matter what you're thinking about him. yeah and i don't like a lot of his shit but i gotta give it up oh yeah you can't you You can't front yeah like he found something you know he he tapped on to the pulse of something yeah and and it it goes to show you that like but if he would have listened to everyone around him Mm -hmm. they would have said tyler make a movie take your movie to the festivals Mm -hmm. go to sundance shop your movie blow up live happily ever after yeah and in not doing that he's he found a template that worked way better for himself yeah. and what he what his work ethic was and his move his movement and and that's what i'm saying like but when you don't choose yourself you're letting someone else choose the opportunities and the way that you get you you become successful yes and that's dangerous because they don't always know what the fuck is best for you or yeah. your work nobody knows what's best for you <laughs> nobody knows what's best for you better than you you know, like and this is this is one of the reasons why whenever I ever get involved in a project with somebody or anything, I always have to let them know, OK, if especially if it's me driving the project, this is my vision for the project. If you want to help, then you can help. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to jump off this boat because <laughs> <laughs> this is the direction that we're going. Exit now. Yeah. Exit now. Get off right now. This is the direction we're going. If you don't dig that direction, then you can't be part of this journey. 
You know, you got to have that mindset, you know, or else somebody will take control of your shit and then you'll just fucking you'll lose sight of your vision yeah. in the first place. It's very true, man. And like, uh, you know, there's so many different ways to do that when we think about just like the power of the Internet how new platforms and new you know technology is always popping up mm-hmm. and i think that we're seeing we're at an interesting time where like a lot of the things that we become comfortable with over the last five seven years are being challenged mm-hmm. you know whether that's the phone replacing the laptop right whether that's streaming replacing mp3s whether that's you know the Hollywood blockbuster taking the hit and not being the force that it was and people having to double down and take more grassroots approaches to, to doing these big projects and and, and blockbuster films. And it it has a trickle down effect. I think now is the perfect time to not do what everybody else is doing and see how you, if you can reach people doing something differently. Um, But that won't happen if you're not confident enough to choose yourself yeah i mean that's that's one of the things about music the the music landscape nowadays is because you have people like you know um like open mic eagle yeah you have people like um shit odd future uh, odd future you have you have these people that are like i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and if you like it cool yeah if you don't cool yeah but i'm gonna keep pushing and they find out that because they chose themselves and they continue to grow in themselves that people see like yo this is something different this is but it's good yeah it's something different and it's good you know and that's the same that's the same way with any art i think these days like everybody a lot of people are doing different things yep and it's getting popular to do different things and not be like everyone else by choosing your motherfucking self hell's yeah bitch (laughs) so uh That's number four. (laughs) four. Okay, we'll do number five. And this is kind of an offshoot of the last one. Mm -hmm. You kind of touched on it. The reason number five why choosing yourself is important is because nobody can tell your story better than you. Who else knows what you went through, Brent? Nobody. <laughs> Who else knows better than what you you what you went through? Nobody. Like like when I, when I first finished the film, I got offers from a couple cats to like uh, to do the trailer for me, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I thought about it like, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. But then I thought like like you said, who best knows this story better than me? Right. You did the movie. Who knows what? All right, go ahead. But see, with <laughs> in film, guys who make the film don't typically do the. Th- trailer and that doesn't make it's sense. completely different does the trailer yeah but i'm just like yo who knows this shit better than me mm-hmm. i should be able to make the best trailer for my film um because i know the material it's my life right um i've sat with this material for well over a year and i trust myself to tell my story better than someone else you live the material <laughs> come on like like 20 years of living the material it's my motherfucking life dog. yeah man come on but but you would be surprised that like when you don't choose yourself whether that's looking for a label to put out your shit mm-hmm. whether that's looking for you know the festival to co-sign you whether that's looking for some group of filmmakers to adopt you and bring you in to, to help you to quote unquote put you on you're giving other people license to tell your story mm-hmm. and 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 that's really dangerous and it's it, you gotta wear it though because a lot of time we sign up we want to be put on so bad we're willing to compromise everything yeah we want we'll give it all up just to be signed yeah been there artists say it <laughs> walk that road yeah <laughs> 
it's real it's really it's so real it's so real everything and this is no different to me like i see that temptation like oh man i wish if i just had them over there then i wouldn't have to think about this this and this and i could just fall back and just be the, the cool fly artist that i am <laughs> right but what you real don't realize is that when you give that to them they are not going to have the understanding of it that you do or the passion that yes. you do or the rapport with your fans that right. you do and and as it applies to this what's deep is like the, the when you really 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 cut down to the main issue the film festival circuit is adopted and the reason people want to tell me to go that circuit is because that's the only way they know how to find an audience mm-hmm. they feel like film festivals have built-in audiences right. and out of those audiences people will come see a film and then it will ultimately uh, you know, like like galvanize people around that film. They'll say, "Oh, this is the film. This speaks to us," mm-hmm. and they'll tell more people who are like them. And then you start to build an audience. Yeah. My thought was, what if I already know where my audience is at? Yeah. What exactly. If, what if I don't need you to build my audience? What if I can bring more people to this festival than you can? Mm-hmm. If I activate my audience properly. That's the scary situation that they don't want to tell you because they're used to being the middleman, yeah. acting as the go-between between artistry and audience. And and as long as you don't choose you, they're going to continue to do that. And and they're, and they're going to tell your story to people what they think needs to be told, but you can tell it better. Mm-hmm. And so choose yourself. Yeah. Choose yourself. Choose you, dog. Yeah. Was that number five? Numero five. Okay. We'll take a break and come out with the last two. All right. <laughs> Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word, waitlist.net. 
go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Back in the place. Last two. Last two Johns. So yeah, we've been giving it to y'all, man. Choosing yourself. Mm-hmm. Stop losing. Mm-hmm. Stop getting chosen. Mm-hmm. Waiting around to get chose. Straight up, no chaser. You know what I'm saying? Don't get chose. Choose yourself. Fool. Choose. Your, you do the choosing. Yeah, you do the choosing. You know what I'm saying? Say, so, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm choosing me. Right. <laughs> too good for this right right. you know so we on the number six man yeah and uh number six reason why choosing yourself is important is that resources will come if the idea is strong enough so real what i notice a lot of times is that a lot of people they are as we spoke about earlier they're not that confident in the idea Mm -hmm. so getting put on sometimes to them is more a function of like getting money for their idea Right. Then it is building an audience. Yeah. Like to me, it's more like, oh, if I build an audience, then I'll make money. Yeah. They're, more, to, a lot of people are looking more for validation. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That the idea is good. Right. And that's what they want. They want the fucking validation, but they don't want to put the time or the money or the effort up themselves. Right. They want that third party to step in and say, boom, this is good enough. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'll take it and I'll make you rich. Right. That's what they think is going to happen. It doesn't always work like that, man. But but the truth of the matter is that if you go out there with any idea and that idea is strong, that idea is going to catch on. Mm -hmm. People will gravitate towards that idea. People will spread the idea. And then eventually the money and the resources that you thought you needed by being chosen will be shown to you when you choose yourself yeah i mean you won't and the thing is you won't know if the idea is good if you don't take a chance on the idea you got to take a chance on the idea first you can't expect like it's not like you know whoever invented the fucking mop just said hey i got this idea i need you to throw me some money right hit me with that bag hit me with the bag and and i'll show you how to (laughs) how to clean your floor (laughs) you know what i'm saying they had to show them like yo i got this thing it cleans floors let me show you let me show you how it cleans floors it's a real good idea let me show you (laughs) how good an idea this is yeah like like the the door-to-door vacuum sales right they had to actually they they want they went door-to-door because they wanted to show you how it worked yeah they had to come in your house and vacuum the living room is that a mess let me get that (laughs) let me me take care of that and in doing so i'll show you that this is the shit right and then i'll get paid and everything works out and i'll have you know but it's like we want this shortcut where it's like yo put me on Mm-hmm. If that person, that that one opportunity came, then that would change everything. Yeah. And I'm here to to tell motherfuckers like success is not like a straight line. Oh no, it's not linear at all. Hell no. There's never one look that takes you from point A to point B, mm-hmm. and then you're good. B is success. No, success is like A to Z, and it's a bunch of squiggly lines and a bunch of you know <laughs> Zags, figure zigzags. eights and zigzags. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. it goes straight. Sometimes it goes back a little bit, and mm-hmm. then it goes forward, and then it goes back and around, and you know, really crazy shit. 
it is not linear at all. Mm-hmm. But the whole put me on, choose me mentality gives the impression that it does. Yeah. And even if that person does extend you that one opportunity, that's not enough to make you. It's not enough. It's never enough. You have to have enough to continually prove your worth and your value so that other people will continue to choose you. But if you choose yourself, you ain't got to even sweat that. It's like, you know, I know this shit's mom because I went out and proved it. Right. And now you're seeing the fruits of this shit. You're not seeing some idea that I can't prove to you. Mm-hmm. You're seeing this shit manifest in real fucking form. You're looking at the fucking the Instagram is lit. Right. You know what I'm saying? The, <laughs> face, the Facebook feed is cracking. Right. You know what I'm saying? The events page is filling up. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting on my hands. I'm demonstrating this shit. Mm-hmm. And, and now because I've done so, I get more resources invested into me to continue to do the same thing. Yeah, and it's crazy that a lot of people don't really realize that even the most successful people, if you look at their complete journey, it wasn't linear for them either. Right. You know, even the people that are multimillionaires and billionaires, their journey had the squiggly lines and the ups and downs <laughs> and the brokes exactly. and the living in the cars and sleeping on couches, all of that shit for them to get from zero dollars to a billion dollars. That took fucking work. And it took a lot of belief in themselves. Yes. Betting on themselves time and time again and sometimes losing. Yes. In that process. Come on now. You know what I mean? But if you bet on yourself in the end, you can't lose. No, you can't lose. No, no. Which brings us to number seven. Boom. Which is a, the ill segue. Segway. <laughs> Reason number seven why choosing yourself is important is because people will choose you when you're winning. Boom. People will choose you when you're winning. Look at it like this. When artists tell me, I had this, I had this conversation uh, in New Orleans, I think it was at the New Orleans Q&A. And my guy Jonathan asked, he said, uh, Print, he said, I know you said that um, you guys becoming successful at that time, oh, he said, you guys put out your own records in 99 and 2000 because you knew you couldn't get signed anywhere. And then you ended up, you know, crossing paths with these people and getting signed and blah, blah, blah. He said, if you were putting out records right now, would you change something out there? Would you do the same thing? I said, I would do the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, of course. And I said, the reason why is because we put out records because we didn't think we could get signed. But little did we know that that's how you get signed. Exactly. You go out and you prove you're successful. Yeah. People didn't want to take chances on random artists right. just being dope, especially when there was a market where you could prove that people would fuck with you. Right. Like, so if we went out and wait, listen, we know we're getting shows, we're getting booked, we're touring, mm-hmm. we're releasing our records, they're being distributed, we're getting press. People are looking at us like, well, shit. This train's already moving. Right. Let me just hop on. Let me hop on. <laughs> Let me bring my bag with me. Yeah, I got this. Oh, and, and, and they think, well, if they're doing that much by themselves, right. what would happen if we added on to that? Right. That's the shit that works uh, once you're winning mm-hmm. that people kind of underestimate. So, yeah, my answer was I would do the exact same thing. Yeah. And I would recommend everyone do it, not just because you can get signed, but because platform is more important now than ever. Yeah. Like what? The, what a lot of artists deal with and we see it all the time is that when you're signed and you've been on a label your whole career those artists are usually the worst at social media oh, yeah you know they might not even be on social media they might just post dumb shit all the time right mm-hmm. and that's because they've always had someone else to do the heavy lifting right. of, of interaction with right. their fans right but when you look at guys who have never been signed like that 
they know what it's like to be in the trenches. Yeah, they're moving. Yeah, to shake hands, kiss baby, sell merch, get there early, leave late after you talk to everybody in there. Right. You know what I mean? Thank everybody for coming out personally. Mm-hmm. They don't know what it's like to just walk in, play, and disappear out the back door into your, you know, hum, <laughs> right. hummer and drive off right. without shaking a hand or saying thank you. Right. We don't know that life. And because we know how that's done, we're able to be more successful at it. Mm-hmm. Like we embrace it more like, yo, this is what it's all about, man. And those kind of artists have more longevity too. Yeah. Like if you think about it, cause it's, it's one of the things that I always wondered, like for artists, like, you know, I mean, I know it's stretching a little bit, but you know, like Jay-Z, yeah. he went out and got his own label. He created yeah. his own label. And it was like, after a while, like why are you still trying to get signed Busta Rhymes? Why are you still trying to get signed, you know, any artist, name any artist that is popping or that has been popping, that has a following and they still trying to find a label. Yeah. Why? Yeah, because it's the old mentality. And, yeah. and But I would say platform. Yeah. That's why, because they don't want to do all of that stuff that it takes to main, to build and maintain their own platform. Mm-hmm. But when you get that record deal taken away from you, that's all you have. Yeah, that's all you got. It's your own platform. So if you were lazy and thought, man, I ain't gonna be on Facebook, the label got my Facebook page. Right. Then when you get dropped from that label and you sit on there with 1,000 Facebook fans, right. a page that ain't been active in five years, <laughs> And no way to get in contact with your people. You're going to be sick. Right. Like, why didn't I build that up? Why don't I have a rapport? I have no email list. I have no, I don't know who my fans are. I don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to get in contact with them. I don't know what markets really fuck with me and which don't because the label's always been doing that for me. Mm-hmm. And so I say, look, it's not just about getting signed. Right. You know what I mean? Just like to me, it's not just about um getting my film on PBS mm-hmm. or getting on Netflix, which is what everyone says as well. It's like get it on Netflix, you mm-hmm. know, it's like uh, get signed. Like it's not about that. It's about creating a platform that allows me to have something sustainable, whether I get something on there or not, right. because whether I get something on there or not, I'm still going to have to deal with people and figure out how to create opportunity for myself. Mm-hmm. And if someone else is doing that for me, I'm going to be severely handicapped when they take it away. Yeah. And it's something and you're building something for the future. So if you do this again, you yep. know, in, in, in a year, two years, yep. it'll be bigger. Exactly. You know, and then then you'll you'll be making money, probably. You know what I'm saying? And it'll be successful. And then it's like, OK, then it, then it may get to a point where 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 the festivals are calling you like, yo, yep. I see what you're doing. I, I seen the last film that you did. I see you got another film out here, you know twice as many people you know yeah. three times as many people came out this year as last year we've been watching you we want you to come to our festival straight up you know what i'm saying that's that's the kind of shit that you're building towards and then you have the opportunity to be like nah i'm good <laughs> right 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 <laughs> what's that bag look like what's right. that what's up with the bag though right right what's the where the bag at oh we weren't gonna pay you Psh, click yeah i'm good I, I, you can come to my viewing you yeah yeah come, come on out come I'll, on come to the screen i'll leave your name at the door right you i got you <laughs> I got you. But yeah, it's true. And, and when you got it, not only can you you can call that shot, but when you're if you're if the end goal is to be successful, isn't being able to make money off your art what that's all about? Yeah. Like you gotta really take a step back and say, like, success is not just being put on, mm-hmm. being on a festival. Is that success? Is that the only metric that we have? Right. I mean, we've been artists long enough to where we know it. That's not what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You can play on the biggest show of the year in your city, but not get paid. Right. You could you could open up for the dopest artist, but his fans might not like you. Right. But to someone else, that's success. Right. You on? Right. Oh, dog, you open for Lupe. You on? 
we over here like dog i ain't get paid nothing for that <laughs> i sold one cd yeah. there's a thousand people there yeah fuck his fans you might be mad like fuck them <laughs> right that ain't success but people got to look at it but if you look at if your metrics for success are are more reasonable which i think ours are it's like look i'm successful anytime that i can fund this and this pays for itself and i can create art and I have freedom to do that. That's a whole different conversation, right. and and that may or may not require you to be on someone else's platform. It's like, look, I, I don't need that, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna build this thing, and it, I'm gonna I'm gonna be successful anyway. Go, yeah. So you know, straight up, people will choose you when you win. Yeah. So that's it. Choose yourself, motherfucker. That's number seven. So I'll read them back. <laughs> <laughs> choose yourself you know what i'm saying uh the reason number one why choosing yourself is important is because the people you think have power really don't reason number two when you wait on other people you ignore the opportunity around you reason number three choosing yourself uh, hold on not choosing yourself shows a lack of confidence that's number three number four you can do something completely and new when you choose yourself. Mm. Number five, no one can tell your story better than you. Yeah. Number six, resources will come if the idea is strong enough. Number seven, people will choose you once you're winning. Yes, sir. You know, so that's the top seven reasons why choosing yourself is of the highest importance. You know, we want to thank y'all for rocking with us. Tomorrow, Always. tomorrow's the big day, Columbus. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm probably gonna say it on a commercial break, but anyways, if you're listening as far <laughs> and you live in Columbus, I need to see y'all at the Columbus screening. See your faces of King No Crown at the Wexner Center, 7 p.m. 6:30 doors, 7 p.m. start time. Um, come rock with me, man. Come say what up. We doing the Q and A. If you in the building, I got them DVDs. Word. Y'all seen the pics on the gram? <laughs> Word. Looking extra crispy. <laughs> gotcha, boy. I'm choosing myself, yo. <laughs> y'all see it? Choosing me. Word. All right, we see y'all next week. Peace, peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. (laughs)